Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Ah, we've got a wonderful show in store for you. Um, uh, and I got a great guest in studio. And uh, we're going to have some great fun today yes very fun guest happily caught her in town while she was uh hailing from california on her book tour so you guys get to hear her in studio and catch her on the facebook live stream as well so that means of course you don't have to look at me for the entire hour but let us get started with our quotes of the day from abraham and from the universe let's see what the universe and abraham have in store for us today first from the universe I didn't give you the power, the glory, and the kingdom so that you could just eek, buy, be selfless, and make sacrifices. I didn't give you dominion over all things so that just a few of your dreams might come true. I gave you these things so that you could have, do, and be whatever you want. So be it, the universe. Ah, a nice little uh, quote from the universe kind of reminding us that we're not here just to eke by. We're not here just to, you know, sacrifice and give everything up for other people. You know, we're here to have our dreams come true. We're here to create incredible, incredible things um the big dreams you know not the small dreams not the little like oh i just want to you know get a nicer car or i just want to have a bigger house no 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 the universe doesn't play that small the universe wants you to like you know create new worlds and and change people's lives and and inspire people to even greater and bigger things um you know we're not here to just barely get by we're here to thrive and we're here to inspire other people to thrive and we're here to see our dreams come true so that other people can see that their dreams can come true as well and that the universe is here supporting us all the time and that we have the power we have the glory and the kingdom it's all ours we just have to believe it we just have to act like it and things will happen let's see what abraham has in store for us today interesting combination of quotes there is the potential for relief feeling better indefinitely in other words we do not know any ending point to the amount of clarity adventure and joy and well-being it is an unlimited thing Abraham. Hmm. So this is a, a, a slightly different one from Abraham talking about how there really is no end to our potential. There is no ending point of like, this is only as good as we're going to feel. There is there. According to Abraham, there is no ending point to the amount of joy, clarity, happiness, uh, adventure, uh, there, there is just, it keeps 
unfolding and getting more and more and more over time and that there is no limit to it. And it kind of goes back a little bit to our first quote from the universe, how, you know, we're not here to just uh, play small and just a little bit. There is an unending amount of amazing things in store for us in this universe. Um, you know, some people say, oh, but Sam, you know, there, there's only like, you know, so many resources. We can only do so much stuff. You know, this is a limited world. And I always say the only limitation that we really have is in our own imaginations. Because even if you, and I'm going to take like a really mundane, like basic example that some people may disagree with, but let's just take a look at, at just physical resources, right? People think, well, you know, there's only, you know, so, so many resources we have here on earth. And I say right there, it shows the limited thinking and the lack of imagination. And many, many years ago, I heard the statistic out of NASA that, you know, there's this whole ring of asteroids floating around in between Mars and Jupiter. And they're all different sizes, you know, some small, some large. It's like 2,000 of them. They're all just basically dead rocks floating in space. And if we were to go out there and just mine all the metals, the copper and aluminum and, and gold and silver and just all the ore on one five-kilometer diameter asteroid that's out there, we would have more metals than we have ever mined on the planet Earth since the beginning of civilization. Let that sink in for a minute. That's just one out of thousands. And that's just in the asteroid belt. And that's just in this solar system. And that's just in this galaxy. So there is an infinite, as far as we're concerned, amount of resources out there that we can potentially do something with. And that's why I say the only limitation we have in this world is our own imagination. There is only, only our own imagination limits how much good we can do, how much uh, you know, food there is to feed people, um, how much we can be educated, how much we can um, inspire and uplift and enliven people. So please remember these two wonderful, wonderful quotes today from the universe and from Abraham, all about I guess the infinite potential of this universe and ourselves. Ooh, I really love these. And I think these quotes are rather apropos for our guest today. So let us flip around our camera so you guys get to see our lovely, beautiful guest in studio. I'd like you to meet Maria uh, Felipe. Yeah. Uh, she's the author of the new book, Live Your Happy, Get Out of Your Own Way and Find Love Within. And I have a copy of it right here. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. 
And so, Maria is an amazing woman. After a very successful career, uh, acting career that resulted in dozens of appearances in nationwide commercials, hosting successful TV shows, including uh, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, and traveling the world as a model, Maria felt called inward and became a reverend. Can you believe this amazing woman is a reverend? (laughs) With Pathways of Light, a school inspired by A Course in Miracles. Maria has had her own channel on YouTube with her show, Maria Coconut TV. I have to ask you about that one. <laughs> a show designed to share and expand the message of love by interviewing other spiritual leaders. See, see, like, you know, we always get like these amazing people very much close to our hearts. She's also appeared as a motivational speaker on TV shows and news programs for Univision, Telemundo, and CNN. And we are really happy that her travels bring her to New York City and to the studios here at Talking Alternative uh, for the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Maria. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for having me. And what a beautiful introduction. And I, I'm happy, too, because I feel that this is what really matters. The uh, collaboration, you know, the book tour is fun and having the book yeah, is great. But these these opportunities to join for yeah. the higher good, for the awakening is what really matters. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it gets one. me really happy. <laughs> good. Good. Right. And you can keep getting happier, right? Yes. It's like there's no end to the happiness. Yes. You can just keep going. So uh, I'm just curious, Maria, you know, uh, you, you have kind of a little bit of a different uh, uh, life story, shall we say. You know, a lot of people would say, well, you know, she's had all this success. You know, how come she became so spiritual? Because we have a tendency to think that sometimes it takes a lot of struggle and it takes a lot of, mm, you know, being knocked around a little bit for us to kind of wake up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious. Um, well, first, I'm just curious about your acting career a little bit. Uh, did you know as a little girl, like you always wanted to be an actress? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I absolutely knew I wanted to, to do acting. I would always put on shows when people come would come over to visit. And um, I was just fascinated with the acting world. I was always performing, you know, and singing. Uh, and so okay. I knew that I did. But I also was very highly spiritual when I was little. You oh, know, really? it's like I knew a lot of of you know, I was just very sensitive. I remember even, you know, listening and feeling the presence of Holy Spirit when I was only 11 years old, like spirit telling me that we have the answer within. Oh, um, interesting. You know, I felt it. I had like a little mystical experience with, with Holy Spirit sitting right next to me and, and sharing with me that it's here. And oh. um, I was very young. But what happens is, is that I got into the society and I blocked that out. Right. But I was always right. highly sensitive. And I feel that we all are. I feel that right. we all know that we know that there's more than this. Right. Um, but I feel that what we do is we just block it and we just pretend that it's not there. But it is. Right. You know, and that's what happened to me. I felt that I'm always highly connected to God, to love, to source. Um, but I just denied that because I started to get tranced out by the world about the f- mm. and the form yeah and i've had a lot of guests come on my show that all kind of say the same thing that as little children like they were psychic or they're sensitive and they could see things and hear things and feel things but then like as they got older and all of a sudden they realized oh not everybody has this ability and then all of a sudden they get teased or made fun of or their parents tell them oh no 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 don't talk about that and and then we have a tendency to kind of shut it down until some point later in life well, where did you grow up I grew up in Miami. In Miami, yeah, okay. I grew up in Miami. And it's interesting how you're sharing about that because my parents, my dad was Presbyterian and my mother was Catholic. Ah. And 
And I remember even knowing uh, that young, I, I, I felt like I was doing what the kids were doing, which is going to Catholic catechism. How do you say it? You know? The catechism. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to that because it was a cool thing to do. Right. But I remember being there and I remember being asked to go to the priest and confess my sins or that I remember going to class and saying that same sex marriage is not okay or that having sex before marriage is not okay. Like all these things were being said right. in this class. Right. And I remember coming home and I was very young and I went to um, talk to my parents and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be Catholic. And my mom is like, what do you mean? Why not? And I was like, because they're, they're telling me to confess my sins and I don't, I'm not a sinner. <laughs> like <laughs> oh. want me to confess my sins to this priest and I'm not a sinner. And also they're saying this weird thing that same sex people can be together. Like that's not very loving. So I knew this from very young and wow. I decided at that moment that I wouldn't be Catholic, that I would just be, you know, free and then um, further along is when I found Unity, a Unity Church, which is a non-denominational uh, church. Yes. And that's when I, f that's where I felt at home when I saw, uh, you know, gay, straight people. I saw, you know, people that were Catholic or Buddhism. Right, everybody right. in in the same space. Right. And I think that that's more. Right. Where it was more about like love and acceptance than about following the rules. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> 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 that's right. fine <laughs> right exactly exactly i got you i got you okay um uh, it's time for us first break let's go out for a break and when we come back then let's talk about you know your kind of how once you started acting and stuff like what kind of brought you to the point to say like oh i need to like remind myself of those things i knew as a little girl awesome yeah awesome. looking forward to it yay great so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we're talking with maria felipe and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow, follow me friday, friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're, we're your, your digital, digital connectors, connectors. Woo -woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Maria Felipe Felipe <laughs> about her book, Live Your Happy, and uh, about her life. So, uh, Maria, so we talked last segment about how, you know, Catholicism didn't really sit too well with you. I guess you're like what a lot of my friends say you're a recovering Catholic, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you eventually became this actress and model and... And uh, 
I, I'm assuming because of uh, your appearances on Telemundo and, and Univision that you obviously spoke a lot to the Spanish uh, population, mm-hmm. a Spanish-speaking population. Uh, at what point did you kind of come back around to, or at what point did you really kind of feel that uh, thing inside of you calling you back to like hey like there's something deeper something more that 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 life wants from you that's calling forth from you well i realized that when i was unhappy Ah, <laughs> you know okay i realized it because i had the sh- tv show you know mm-hmm. i worked for wwf at the time which is now wwe which is world wrestling entertainment right. Right. and i got that show out of like 500 girls um, and I got a pretty lucrative contract, you know, about wow. f- 45 episodes. Uh-huh. And it's the dream job that I had been looking for, you know, right. even before when I was a model and I also booked television commercials or soap operas. And I started to feel this feeling of excitement at the very beginning, which I call mm-hmm. cheerleader happiness. You know, right. it's like the happiness that comes from form. Right. And then I'm doing this job and I'm a hot mess. Really? Yeah, I'm not happy. I don't feel worthy of the job. Uh, when I was doing WWF, I remember being there and not feeling worthy of it. And what exactly were you doing for them? I was hosting a show for them. It was called Los Super Astros. It was uh-huh. on Univision. Okay. And they would use the English audience for Raw's War, which is live. All and right. then they would do our show with their audience. So it was live in front of 20,000 people. I would do the wow. show. And I was interviewing... Um, the good guys and the bad guys. Ah, so when they would come okay. off the ring, I would interview them. But at the time, there was, you know, The Rock was there when he mm-hmm. first started. So I interviewed sure. him a lot. Stone Cold Steve Austin, all these like right. really big famous um, wrestlers. And I just remember being so nervous. First of all, I was around men mm-hmm. all the time. And right. they were a little bit of a bully, bullies sometimes. Right. Not just men, but like big men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I would, I, I mean, not to go there, but I would be interviewing. Uh-huh. Like I would be doing an interview and they, I would be in the locker and they would like just fart, you know, uh, like while uh-huh. I'm interviewing, like, yeah. to mess, like to mess with me. And right. it's live, so I would right. have to do it again and right. again. They would just kind of do fun things like that. Right. And which at the time I would take personally. I didn't like it, uh, you know. Like nowadays I wouldn't personalize it, but, but right. at that time I did. Then um, my Spanish was an issue because my Spanish is really good, but there's different dialects. Right. And um, the Spanish television likes very neutral Spanish and Mexican Mm -hmm. Spanish. And I didn't have that. Uh, I have a a Cuban background, so it's uh, different. Okay. So I remember going to, you know, voice, you know, classes for Mm -hmm. my. So all these insecurities made me feel unworthy of something that I so wanted. Mm. But I remember going back to my hotel room when I'm on the road and Mm. not and not feeling good. I remember crying a lot. I remember Mm. reading the Bible a lot. I remember just searching for this emptiness I felt inside that I thought that the show was going to give me. Right. You know, right. or that that accolade was going to give me, you know, being right. on television and it didn't fill me because mm. I started to realize that there has to be something more right. than me chasing this carrot, you know? Right. I feel that we're constantly just taking ch- chasing carrots and then I have the show and then if the show's not enough, then I do a commercial and then the commercial's not enough and then oh, let me go into relationships and if I don't have the boyfriend then, you know, that's another yeah. carrot and then right. I have the boyfriend and then oh, and I'm not still not happy because now I'm jealous and I'm a psycho, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't win, you know. Right, right. So, yeah, I just realized that's how I realized that's how I changed. That's how things started changing when I realized that I'm not happy. Right. Regardless well, of what's going on in form. W- was there one particular thing, or was it just sort of a buildup of all of this stuff that kind of like was there anything that like pushed you over the edge that said like that's it, I got to get serious about this and really find 
find out what's going on with me? Yeah, it was the buildup. It was a buildup, you okay. know, on my 20s. It was a buildup. It was like I, w- I had self-help desperation, uh, you know. Yeah. So like a, mo- a lot of us have were like Barnes and Nobles at the time and all just right. getting all these books <laughs> and, um, you and know, the Oprah, audio tapes and Oprah, then Anthony yeah. Robbins and then walking my dogs with affirmations and Kumbaya mm-hmm. and and just and I would feel good. I would feel good Monday and Tuesday. And then, mm. you know, Wednesday and Thursday, I'm a hot mess, mm. you know, because it's it was speaking more to my intellect. Like, I know all these things. Right. I know that I'm right. love. I know that I'm light, but it's speaking more into the intellect of things that right. I know. But just because I know it doesn't mean anything because right. I need to really believe that right. and I need to live it. That's why the book is called Live Your Happy well, and Live That. Right. And and I mean, from my point of view, as, as many of my listeners know, I, I'm working with a sort of a shamanic tradition where, you know, there's not just mind like in the West. We're all up in our heads. We're in mind. But there's also heart body and spirit as well the other points on the wheel and it's like okay it's great to know something but it's got to be in your heart you've Mm. got to instill it in your body and it's got to be in your spirit so it takes all four working together for you to truly get something to truly live something um so how did you find uh a course in miracles so through that process that we were just talking about Mm -hmm. like it took me time to understand that um during that period of time of such desperation mm-hmm. and um and sadness mm-hmm. i went to Barnes and nobles and i saw mary williamson's book a return ah, to love and yes. i saw her face and it looked like just it just called me it yeah. was i had to read that book and i read it and you, you have this like jewish woman talking about jesus <laughs> left and right and talking about and talking about a course of miracles this blue book and i'm right. like who's this white jewish lady talking about jesus in the course of miracles like what is this uh-huh. and um i loved a lot of the concepts in within the book and mm. a lot of it is a course of miracles it is yeah. based on the course of miracles yeah. yeah yeah and i got intrigued but i wasn't ready at the time i was still you know suffering and i was addicted to my suffering mm. and that's what we do we we we, we want to heal but not really you know yeah. sometimes because we're, we're used to we're used to being in that vicious mm. cycle you got some thumbs up on that one on the live stream <laughs> so then i went to unity of burbank mm-hmm. i mean not, unity of miami to go to church that's where i found the church okay. and they had a workshop Oh. Um, and coincidentally enough, it was a workshop of A Course in Miracles. And I was thought of, oh, was that Jewish lady with the blue ah. book? And I just kind of like connected it. And that was um, 1995. I read her book and I found the workshop in 2001. So it took ah. me some time. So I'm sitting there in the workshop and this heavy set man, very, very nice man with a really great smile says, this is what The Course in Miracles is. The Course in Miracles is, is that you are responsible mm-hmm. for your experience. You're not a victim of the world that you see mm-hmm. and you forgive people for what they didn't do. Mm. I was like, holy crap. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, like what? that's yeah. like upside down thinking. Right. And that's when my life would begin to change and not and not right away. It was right. more of I knew that there was something more than this and i felt that even though i didn't understand those concepts i felt that they were very empowering yes um to be able to sit with you're not a victim of the world that you see and that you're completely responsible is so powerful and before i wasn't playing that role i wasn't being responsible i was a victim so that's when it all started shifting for me then i would study the course of miracles for you know approximately like you know over 10 years and i would Mm -hmm. go to the group once a week Mm-hmm. And Sam, I was still a hot mess. 
<laughs> that's good i'm glad you said that because sometimes i think our audience thinks well yeah once you start doing all that stuff then everything is great right yeah not necessarily it takes something it takes something you know yeah. i i was going to it but again i knew it intellectually it's like i would go to the course group on monday and i felt really right. really good for a few days yeah. and then i would i would be in the course group you know just proclaiming that i am love which we all are you know i am love right. and then i would be looking for love outside of myself during right. the week so it was like I needed to get to the point of I am love and I am love and not constantly looking for that outside of myself. Right, But really feeling it. You know, it's one Knowing thing to it. say it and it's one thing to like intellectually know it, but to really feel it in your body is another thing. Yeah, feel it and also be very mindful of what we're doing. You know, we're talking about the mind earlier, discerning right, like the mind right. is so powerful. I know you brought right. that up early, early on. And to really discern, wow, hold on a second. I'm looking for my love in this man or I'm looking right. for my love in my career or right. I'm saying on Monday I am love and I am, I am as God created me. And then during the week, uh, I'm not practicing that. Right. So that's why this whole thing about living mm. is so, so vital mm. because we get stuck in the self-help and these affirmations and mm. even the course you know, I tell course students, you know, they have these 365 lessons at the end right. where you work on it every day and then you have the text right. and then you go to groups. I'm tell, I'm saying now, like, just close the book, like close the <laughs> self-help books, you know, close the, the Course of Miracles, yeah. throw it out the window. I don't know what you need to do, right. but the time has come to embody right. these principles. And, right. and like you said, really know them to be true for you right. and live them right. without compromise. That's the problem Ooh. without compromise, without compromise. That's sounds like a tough one yeah. yeah it is because you know we don't want to be responsible right all the time right but we want to be happy right this doesn't make sense we want we still want to be victims right. you know at least a little bit right. right so what i'm saying is wow you know let's do these let's do this without compromise right. because you know why i compromise i compromise it so much with uh, my with my desperation of self-help and oprah and all these things yes, like, yes. i compromised it i was i didn't want to do the job fully Mm. I wanted to read the book, but I didn't want to go and have that conversation with that person authentically about how I felt. Mm. I wanted to hide my feelings. Yeah. Or if I felt sad, I wouldn't feel my feelings. I would go more into let's watch TV or let me go have a drink or let me go out with my friend. It wasn't like there's just something to be said about feeling your feelings. Yes. Yes. And I think in the spiritual world, we get caught up into, oh, I'm spiritual. You know, let me <laughs> let me not feel my feelings. I'm over it. Yeah, um, I don't want to go to my past. Bypass, they call it. Yeah. Or 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 play, putting it under the rug, rug you know, yeah. and that's that's not helpful. Yeah. And they've they, not only is it not helpful, but it literally has physical detrimental effects. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Gabor Mate who wrote a book when the body says no. That's all about how like almost every disease is results from um, either not being able to f express our feelings or share our feelings or feel our feelings and that they, they he studied thousands of people with like cancer and all these diseases and they could tell like if you like most people with cancer they didn't have a good friend to talk to as a child they could tell from just doing an interview that what not only what kind of cancer, you, not only the fact that you had cancer, but what kind of cancer you had based on your lifestyle and based on, you know, how they live their lives and whether they had someone to confide in or not or what did they do in terms of when they got upset or when they were happy or angry, what, what people did that they could actually, uh, he could read. So it's an amazing book. Um, 
but it all comes back to that you know these these feelings are are energy Mm -hmm. and if we suppress them if we deny them like it's gotta come out somewhere right of course of course it's going to come into some where's it where's the energy going to go to if you're going right. to su- suppress it right. right right so it's just some within actually the feeling the feeling sam there is the awakening because mm-hmm. as you feel them you're able to get conscious and wake up but if you right. suppress them you can't really experience the healing mm-hmm. so it's yeah. it's vital right you know feeling right, right, your right. feelings yeah absolutely okay we're going to take a quick break before we do quick shout out to all of our facebook live stream yes. viewers uh jonathan mark joanne hi joanne and francis welcome to the facebook live stream uh glad you guys are enjoying it okay so let's take another break and when we come back let's talk about what got you to finally say i, I want to write a book <laughs> and uh take uh ownership over uh doing that process okay absolutely i'm excited about it wonderful Maria. wonderful so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we'll be right back you're listening to the talking alternative network If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Maria Felipe. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, there you I go, got Sam. it. I finally got it. Um, and so, so Maria, we, we talked a lot about sort of, you know, your path and what kind of brought you to it. What got you to finally say, I want to write a book? Well, the truth is, hmm. I didn't want to write a book. Oh, okay. Um, I suffer from dyslexia. I, f- okay. I don't feel like I'm the best at grammar. Okay. Um, I actually don't like reading or writing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I didn't. I actually at first didn't want to. The reason, the way that it came is that I'm. I, I became a speaker. Right. I became a teacher of A Course in Miracles. So I be. Mm-hmm. I started to travel and do conferences, I and see. I was asked by the conference or participants, the conference members or the participants right. for a book, right. and um, I always felt very um, insecure about that. 
because I didn't feel worthy or that I could write a book. Right. So I gave them an inspirational CD. I'm like, here's uh. an inspirational c- inspirational <laughs> CD. Okay, bye. <laughs> so I put my three most powerful talks and I sold it a lot. I was like, here you go. Uh. Because I was pushing it away. I, I was like in my way. Um, uh, I didn't uh. feel good enough to write right. a book. And um, talking about Facebook, I was actually having a glass of Pinot Noir mm-hmm. and I was on Facebook mm-hmm. and um, I wrote something I st- that I felt sounded good to be in a book mm-hmm. and I posted it on Facebook mm-hmm. and I actually put, after the quote, I put excerpt from my book oh. and it was like, it sounded good and I didn't even know what an excerpt was, but I kind of felt it was something <laughs> from a book. It was actually a quote, but I put excerpt uh-huh. and D. Patrick Miller, which edited my book um, uh-huh. and he owns Fearless Books and he actually um, was the one that brought Disappearance of the Universe, which is Gary Renard's book to life. It's a very uh-huh. popular Course in Miracles book. He brought mm-hmm. that to life. Mm-hmm. Um, he reached out to me on Facebook, oh. um, private message, and he said, oh, I, I get very interested when course teachers have a book and I want to know more about your book. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? So the next day I look at my feet and I was like, oh, no, never post while drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> never post while drinking alcohol. But in this case, it was a good thing. Yes, and yes. Um, I called Patrick because I was very embarrassed. And mm. um, I said, Patrick, listen, I don't have a book. Mm. The truth is it was a Pinot Noir talking. <laughs> and um, he told me that he had seen my videos on YouTube and he had seen my work and that I speak about happiness. Mm-hmm. I was like, I do? I had no idea. He's really? like, yeah. All you do is happiness this and happiness that. I was like, wow, I I never knew I was like a happy teacher. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, I really think that you have something to say and something self-help, but a different type of self-help, which Mm -hmm. is more speaking to the experience of living it Mm -hmm. um, without compromise. And he told me that I had that skill and I and I and I told him, no, 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 no. (laughs) You know, I just I, I wasn't feeling it. I felt I was scared. I was scared and I had to get out of my own way, which is the sub, you know, get out of your own way and find the love within. I had to get out of my own way. And he told me to write a book proposal with Uh, him. And uh that felt comfortable because he says, I only needed to write very little. Uh, And I was like, okay. And as you see, my book is small. There's a reason for that. It's kind of a thin book. (laughs) It's a thin book. But it's because of that, because I I didn't want something so big. I I suffer so much with the self-help desperation that I wanted something to the point. Mm -hmm. Let's just go and let's. Let's um, live this. Mm. And um, so that's what happened. And we, we submitted it to Hay House first, which mm-hmm. is originally what we what I, what he wanted for me right. because of the way that I looked. He felt that I was a good, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, I could see you being and, a Hay House um, yeah. They actually denied it. They didn't even want to see it. Really? And guess what? I was happy about that uh. <laughs> because I didn't want to write a book. <laughs> right. So it's like, oh, good. I got a rejection. That gives me my excuse not to do it. He anything. says that I was the happiest rejected writer he's ever <laughs> met <laughs> it was so funny so then he says in january what we'll do is we'll submit it again and see what happens and then i got a couple offers and one of them was new world library oh, yeah. which are phenomenal they're the ones yeah. that publish eckhart Tolle, um the power of now yep, yep, and yep, yep. um i i love i love new world because it's it worked out because it's a it's just it's a very very beautiful energy there it's yeah. very loving um you know kim was the one that set this yeah, up kim my Gordon, publicist yeah. there and there's this just love there and it's not this huge company you know and it's more it's more like you feel like you're at home with a family right right. and i feel that that's what spirit wanted for me Mm -hmm. because um 
in a way, I wanted that yeah. because since I'm a new writer, I, I needed that love and comfort. Right. So, right. so that's how I, I actually got a book deal through Facebook and Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So you never that's know, amazing. you know. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. Okay, so so there are nine chapters in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things like you are not bad and you are not going to hell. We got to remind people that's of that like one, the first, right? first first one. You are not who you think you are. You're not alone. You are the love of your life. You are na- you are now ready to practice the F word. You're mm. now ready to pass- practice the F word. Yeah, but yeah. It's the, don't get you know don't You're get fearless. bad ideas. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you about that in a second. You are fearless. <laughs> you are not stuck. You're getting ready, living. You're happy. Okay, so what's the F word? So the F word is um, you know forgiveness. <laughs> ah. so so the f word is forgiveness which is one of the vital keys to being happy yes um and the course of miracles talks about forgiveness in a different way mm-hmm. you know we're taught in the worldly forgiveness i forgive you because you've actually done something right or i forgive you because i want to be the better person right right so in this in this case forgiveness is actually recognizing that there is nothing like actually nothing happening right. it's coming from your mind uh-huh. And forgiveness in the course is a beautiful quote that is um, only remembering the love you gave and you received in the past. All else is an illusion. Mm. So it's really only remembering the love. Right. So forgiveness is looking at that right. person or situation right. and being responsible first. Yes. I'm responsible for this projection. There's a reason I'm experiencing it. Nothing's yes. happening to me. It's coming from me. Yeah. And then there's a person and then the person is just acting out their own ego they're in right. separation it's only right. love or a call for love right so that's right. the forgiveness i teach in my book which comes from the course and then the, the third step is is recognizing that nothing is really really happening and you can shift it and kind of have a clean slate because that person has just gotten insane for a hot second has forgotten right. who they are right and haven't we all been there done that yeah exactly. you know we're here like judging politics or the worldly stuff that's going on and judging people as insane and we are insane right in so many ways haven't you thought ugly thoughts haven't you right. gone straight to exactly. hell exactly exactly so i feel that we have like this judgment outside of us and we we also are do that yes we do it a little Absolutely. bit different not yes. as bad right but fear right. is fear is fear is fear right so the third step in for, so the first step in forgiveness is responsibility the second step is t- is understanding that it's actually you can perceive it and experience it the way you want that's right. the forgiveness there. Mm-hmm. And the third step is giving it over to, to Holy Spirit. You can say your best friend, your inner friend, mm-hmm. you know, your mm-hmm. buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, you could call it Pepe if you want. Right. I don't care, you know. <laughs> and say, hey, you know what? Let me see this another way. Mm-hmm. Let me let me have a change of perception here. So the forgiveness that I'm speaking about, the F word, is so radical. Mm-hmm. Because you're actually saying nothing is happening to you. It's coming from you. Right. And then right. guess what? it dissipates into the right. nothingness of where it came and then you're you're doing the happy dance ah. I, I heard it said once that forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves yes you know? and what a gift sam yeah, yeah the yeah, gift of, of giving yourself forgiveness because you're, you're you're getting yourself off the hook right, right off the hook of the dream of illusion of fragmentation right. of suffering right. it's like what a gift right uh, I, I'm curious, uh, when you were writing the book, I mean, obviously you had a lot of self-doubt sort of getting started and, 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 and you know, just trying to get off the ground. But once you were in and you were writing, did, did, 
did you have a lot of doubts about finishing the book once you started it or kind of like once you started that was it you were you were committed yeah once I started I was in I was committed I, I really got out of my own way and right. I said but what I did was is that I I, I did declare this would be fun ah, I said okay. if I'm gonna write this book I'm, it's not gonna matter I'm right. not it's gonna be fun why because when I was an actress it really mattered for me right. and it identified me right. and um, I made it my identity Right. It was my source. Mm. So with the book, I said, this book is not going to matter. It's just going to be fun and I'm going to mm. have a great process with it. And I think right. that's why it turned out the way it did because I didn't identify myself with a writer or an author. Right. And I was it was very easy for me because right. I wasn't like, oh, am I going to do it perfect? Am I not going to do it perfect? What is Patrick going to think? Right. You know, is my writing okay? Right. Um, I really let go of the self-concept of being a writer which i think blocks a lot of writers because they identify and then they get writer's block and all these things for me it was so easy because i didn't care Uh, and it's not like i didn't care like that it was more like it didn't identify me like i'm really grateful i have the book but the book doesn't define me and the numbers don't define me it doing well doesn't define me it's like source does love does like right. that's what i'm up to why because i did it the other way with my acting career yeah. and it sucked <laughs> so now with the book as a writer it's going to be fun right and it's not going to identify gotcha. me so that's how it all come up came about you know and so um, when did it come out it came out um in april in april yes okay so it's been yeah. out a few months already yes it's been uh, out a few months. what kind of reactions have you had to it so far um, I've had really great reactions. I've had people um, get a lot of healing and get yeah. and be very surprised because it's a short book. It looks like a mm-hmm, short book, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's a book that really goes straight to your heart and inspires mm. you to do the practices. Every you know every, every chapter has a practice, oh, okay. but they're simple. Yeah. I feel that sometimes the practices are just overwhelming right. and too much, at least right. for me. Yeah, yeah. For me, too. I like things simple. Like, give me something. Don't give me these long, complicated meditations. Don't give me these long, complicated. Give me something simple to do. Simple. Because the simpler it is, the more likely I am to do, to it, do it. Right? Yeah. Like, if it's too complicated, it's like, oh, I got to figure this out. That takes even more effort. And then the natural human tendency is I'm, I'll do it later. And then later never happens. Yeah. And also, that's the ego part, you know, the fearful part of your mind. It's like, it doesn't right. have, it's too okay with my mind wandering the course of miracles says our mind is too okay with mind wandering that mm. it's not consistent it doesn't it's not consistent with love thoughts it's yeah. very consistent with fear thoughts but not love thoughts so if you go into the intellectual of too many exercises or have mm. to do too many things you're you're eventually not going to do it because right. your ego is on time right. i gotta go get the tea i gotta go you know meet this person for lunch i don't have time to meditate i don't have time to right. do these practices right. so the practices that i have it there are worldly ones you have it with the cash register at the supermarket you have it with your friend you're meeting at coffee with so you experience the practices while living it my relationship with yourself with you right now my relationship Mm. with myself Mm. the most important thing is what the hell are you thinking (laughs) you know we wake up in the morning you know i talk about in my book the two thought systems which is love and fear Uh of course talks about it or you know love and cuckoo you know the cuckoo voice <laughs> so in the book the cuckoo voice talks a lot of caca have yeah. you heard this so yeah. it's like so i feel that in this society we're just wake up in the morning and we don't even are discerning like right where's my mind going am i thinking thoughts of fear right now which are going to take you straight to hell which is right here right now it's not right. somewhere you go to later right. i don't know if you got that memo and the second <laughs> one is if you think love thoughts you're going to go straight to love and to heaven, yeah, heaven. Right. So, which is right here right now too which is right here right now 
And it's up to us. I think that's so powerful to understand as society, especially now when there's a circus going on right now, yeah. you know, in yeah. consciousness. I mean, it's yeah. a circus. Have you turned on the news? It's like, it's like freaking elephants and monkeys all over the freaking place, you know? So I feel that right now more so we need to discern Right. What the heck are we thinking? Because we, the Course says, mm-hmm. have dominion over our experience. Mm. And that's powerful. You can it experience is. anything the way you want. Right. Because, Sam, everything's really neutral. Right. Whatever you might say to me is always neutral. Right. It's the thoughts that I think about what you're saying. Right. It's how we interpret it. It's, it's the meaning we make from it. Yes. That, that causes us all kinds of agita. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, I think it's time for us to take our last break of the show. So when we come back, we'll let you know how you can get uh, Maria's book. And um, you know, if there's anything coming up that you want to mention to our audience, you can do that. And also, I just want to know, like, what's your favorite chapter in the book? Awesome. All right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Maria Felipe, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comics own Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Waking Humanity. We've been talking this hour with Maria Filipe about her book, Live Your Happy, Get Out of Your Own Way and Find the Love Within. Woohoo! Yay! I love it. I love it. <laughs> so what's your favorite chapter in the book? So my favorite chapter is You're Getting Ready, You're getting which ready. is um, towards the end. All right. And the reason I love that chapter is originally my book was only supposed to be seven chapters, uh-huh. um, but I wasn't making my word count. 
you know, in the middle of it. Right. Patrick is like, you're not, you don't have enough words for your word count for your contract. Uh, and um, he said I had to write two more chapters, and I was mm. not so happy about that at the beginning because <laughs> I didn't want to write anymore because I don't like to write. Right. So um, he, so basically, there's there's two chapters that are added, which is one of them is you're getting ready, mm-hmm. and and you're not stuck. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting you're getting ready. You're not stuck. We're originally not in the book proposal. Okay. So what I like about these two chapters is that they didn't have any outline. Uh, so there was really this whole spirit driven. These are very spirit driven chapters mm-hmm. because there's no agenda. There wasn't mm-hmm. an outline like I'm going to say this and this here. Gotcha. It was more I sat down and I kind of just allowed it to come forth. Right. Plus, it came for, to really help and sustain the book because I had written so much of it right. that I kind of helps the reader even more have more of a foundation towards the end. Right. And it's so spontaneous. Right. Those two chapters are so spontaneous. Gotcha. So they're very helpful. So what are you getting ready for? What, well, is, what is you are getting ready? Well, you're getting ready is basically the chapter that is um, like very unconsciously like helping you mm-hmm. to get ready for what's coming, which mm-hmm. is you recognizing that you have everything and lack mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And you're getting ready is you really getting out of your comfort zones. Okay. Because we get into our comfort zones of of like this is fine, like living like this and waking up every morning, you yeah, know, yeah. this is fine. Or you just get comfortable and you don't want to, you know, move or right. you, you don't want to, you know, maybe say something to your ex-wife because you're not going to be able to see your kids. And, mm-hmm. and, and like this is you're getting ready to have to be completely willing Mm. to let go of your old self Mm. your old self which is i call the small s self instead of the true self with a capital s so it's like you're getting ready to completely peel off all this caca Uh you know all this like past grievances fragmentations um you know for me it was like really getting out of my own way and believing i could be a writer and like really just giving death to that Mm-hmm. So you're getting ready to step into truth. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to to live the happiness that you're worthy of. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to, you know, start to live happy without compromise and really, really get ready to understand that nothing outside of you could ever make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like it's very elusive happiness. Right. The, the happiness is already yours. It's your inheritance. It's your divine mm-hmm. right. It's where you mm-hmm. come from. You know, mm-hmm. in the course, it says happiness is your function. Mm. and happiness is what you are mm. and i think that we're always under that happy umbrella we're always really inherently happy even when we're sad yeah because people always ask me can you be happy all the time yeah mm-hmm. why because it's what you are mm-hmm. how could you not be mm. it's just for a hot second you have forgotten who you are so you go to some faraway land which is hell in your mind mm-hmm. but you're still under the happy umbrella you just forgot right and then you're back you're like, oh, I'm happy again. Gotcha. It's because it's what you are. Yeah, yeah. A- Abraham says it's kind of like holding a cork underwater. The only reason like we're not happy is because we're resisting it. And when you let go of the cork, it naturally floats up. So if we just naturally stop resisting who and what we really are, we float up to the top and we're naturally happy. Exactly. Which is our natural state it's just that for so long in society we've bought into that fear is natural right fear is natural depression is natural feeling sad is normal oh you know i'm so sorry you feel sad sam you know it's like we we've got caught into this whole like prescription drug phenomenon and and it's like and all this like stuff external stuff and i'm saying here how about opposite right how about easy is normal right how about 
happiness is normal. Right. How about joy is normal? And right. it's not a pretend, you know, this book is not cheerleader happiness. It's not pretending either. We, mm. we have to be very mindful here. Right. It's with it's like within the happiness you are authentic and you do get and you do appear to get sad you do right. appear to get angry right. but you're still under the happy umbrella right you're still right. under it it's just that right. you have to feel all these feelings to come back and recognize that you've never left your source right. but it's very natural We're, happiness right. is what we are so i get asked a lot in interviews you know can you be happy all the time yes right. why because it's what we are See, I don't ask that question because I know the answer already. Yeah, and you don't ask it because I was supposed to say it, you know? So it's just, it always works out that way. What, what, what's the, the biggest lesson you've learned from writing this book and publishing the book and going on your book tour? What have you learned over the last six, nine months? Well, what I've learned is, is freedom. Mm. And freedom of that I was so wanting to cultivate in my life because I didn't have that before when I was an actress. It's uh, the freedom of not being defined by this book. Um, For it to be, I'm grateful about it and I'm having a lot of fun with it, but not getting caught up into its numbers or getting caught up to, Uh, I'm an author, a writer, or like this book really matters. Um, So in a way, it's kind of like a lesson of detachment in a way that, you know, you've created this thing and you're putting this thing out there, but what happens with it happens with it. That's not a reflection of who you are. Yes. Yes, and gotcha. that's why I say freedom. Like that, that's right. the first word that came up for me. And then trust. It's like when we're living. Um, I talk about trust a lot in my book. Seven, chapter nine is actually all about trust, right. and trusting the process. Like trusting the book tour of where I'm going to go, right. um, the cities I'm going to go to. I went right. to the cities that are most exciting instead of instead of the ones I thought were going to be more popular, bring uh, me more income. So it was like just trusting in that, trusting in that the book is going to get into the hands that it's supposed to. Um, trusting that the right amount of people are supposed to show up to my workshop even if it's one person um not personalizing anything that's another thing because i don't personalize things it's not like it's not personal to me that somebody doesn't show up to my workshop but it's not personal to me like if i do i had an event at um in uh, maine Mm -hmm. um for barnes and nobles and not Mm -hmm. one person showed up and i didn't personalize it i could hardly care i was excited because then i was gonna go have dinner (laughs) and i actually got to sign 10 books and the store was so happy i was there and they announced it on the intercom and we had these nice setting set up and i signed 10 books that they kept and they were very happy and i was very happy because i got a break i've been speaking for five days straight and spirit's like you're gonna have a break here instead of my ego getting all pissed off oh my god i'm in bars and nobles like i I don't have anybody show up no because i'm not defined by by that Right. I'm defined by God, by the love that's within my heart. I'm defined by a higher power that has nothing to do with form. Uh, and then I'm free. Cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. W- what do you hope people take away from your book? Like uh, if someone just read your book, what do you think is like the one thing you want them to remember more than anything else out of the book? Well, I want them to remember exactly what we're talking about is to remember that there isn't anything in form that can make you happy or complete you. Hmm. Um, but not only that, it doesn't stay there. Is that you have to live that, that in your life. Right. You have to take from it of like working it. You got to work it. You got to work it. Yeah. You know, Missy Elliott's song. Like <laughs> you need to go out there and you got to work it and right. um, take, you know, take away, you know, not compromising that. Like forgive right. even if you don't want to forgive. Right. Be responsible even if you don't want to be responsible. Right. Um, feel your feelings even if you don't want to feel them because right. it sucks. Like you want to do that because there's where the healing is going to take place so if anything it's really work it because i'm you know i'm tired of the self-help and 
being desperate with the self-help. Sure, so sure, this book sure. is coming being from a, a seminar s- junkie, they call it yeah. sometimes, right? It's like, let's let's go out and that's fine. Do the seminars, read the book, whatever. But, you know, you know, go practice, you know, right, go right. go work it. Exactly, exactly. So so where can people find your book? I mean, you mentioned Barnes & Noble. So yeah, they have it in Barnes & Nobles it? all over the country. So you can actually walk into the bookstore and we could support the bookstores and get out there buying right, books. For a change, um, yeah. You can also go to any bookstore in your area and order the book because right. it's available through Ingram. Um, you also have Amazon as well that people okay. are buying it through there. You can also go to my website, mariafelipe.org. Okay. Um, um, new book, so it's new slash book. Okay. And you can get it there and you could also get a pre-order video. Um, oh. if you put your res- receipt number from okay. Amazon. Um, yeah. So cool, cool. So do you have anything in the future coming up that you'd like to let the audience know about? Any workshops, any yes. events? Yes. Yes. Actually on, um, on Saturday, which is, which is this July. Saturday, July, um, you got to do my date. Uh, July such and such. The 10th? No, uh, July 8th. July 8th. Thank yeah. you, Sam. You're this welcome. is nice. Um, July 8th, I'll be doing, I'll be speaking at Unity of Hollywood in Miami. So okay. I'll be doing their Sunday service in the morning. Oh, nice. And then after I'll be doing a Live Your Happy workshop. Okay. Um, and then from there, we're off to um, LA. Right. And then I'll be in Utah for a fundraiser for Course of Miracles. Oh. So if anybody wants to look that up, we're doing a fundraiser. In, in for Salt Lake? In Salt Lake City, yeah. Okay, good. Um, Utah, we're doing a fundraiser for um, for the FIP version, for the blue version, okay. to help with the translations and such. So I'll be there in okay. Utah. And then um, also, if you go to my website, mariafelipe.org slash tour, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the other places I'll be for the okay. rest of the year. Wonderful, wonderful. And if, <coughs> excuse me, if people want to get in touch with you and stuff, just to do it through your website? My website, yeah. I have a contact okay. button there. For and one more time, here's her book. Whoops. Maria Felipe, Live Your Happy, a wonderful book. I highly recommend you all go out and get it. It will definitely help to, to feel more fun in your life. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your book tour and busy schedule to come into the studio today, Thank Maria. you, Sam. It was fun, and I loved your questions. They're very helpful. And as I said at the beginning, this is what it's about. This is yeah. what matters, collaborating together. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. You got it, sister. All right. So, um, and of course, a big thank you to all of our viewers and all of our listeners. Um, uh, big, uh, hope you had a good 4th of July this past Tuesday and enjoyed the warm weather here in New York and, and enjoyed the fireworks. Um, of course, uh, we have lots of shows uh, still uh, tomorrow and Friday, and uh, there are going to be some changes to the schedule next week. So, And we've got a new show coming on board the station, so make sure you go to the website. Go to talkradio.nyc. Sign up for our news newsletter so you can learn all about it so uh thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next week You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. 
Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 